Hey everyone, welcome to episode 125 of Medusa's Cascade Collateral Damage. I'm your friendly neighborhood DM Tom, and I have a few things to cover before we rejoin the crew heading towards Salix's Hermitage. First and foremost, thank you for sticking with us for the last three years and going down the proverbial rabbit hole with us. We wouldn't have it any other way. Second, please check out our social media accounts on most major platforms. Just search for the Medusa's Cascade on the platform and give us a follow. We have some cool stuff coming and it's worth checking out. Lastly, if you're listening on a streaming platform, especially Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please take a few minutes to rate, review, and subscribe. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it does help get the podcast out there for others to discover, and we would definitely appreciate the love and support. So without further ado, we'll jump into the recap and then get right into the episode. As the festivities concluded, the group reconvened to share the unfolding developments, opting to delay the heavier news for a later time. Conversations delved into the intricacies of morality, with various party members expressing their perspectives. That night, in a dream, a version of Theaticus visited Galahad, seeking a glimpse of Antonius' protege, the individual who had earned the judge's respect. Over breakfast the following day, Galahad recounted his encounter with Glad's husband, sparking a discussion about the constable's allegiance to a higher authority. Sex then revealed what he, Galahad, and Glad had witnessed in the vineyard. Before their scheduled meeting, Sex also updated Amina through the Speak with Plants spell. The meeting's outcome designated them as controlling shareholders of Chubby Tees and potential future franchises. Further details, including signing NDAs and selecting a proxy, were yet to be finalized, but the prospect of a lucrative income source loomed on the horizon in about six months. And that is where we pick up. The day is yours. Uh, the ship has been ready for the last day or so to leave, so it's totally up to you. They're just chilling up there. Uh, what would you guys like to do? I think we didn't have any uh, more uh, unfinished business, right? We just we paid for every we we got in on the investment. 
and that's really all we had left, right? Pretty much. They went out to go get supplies and everything, the ship, so it's up to up to you guys what you'd like to do. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, Zex was like, yeah, there's nothing we can do here. I think there was a, if I remember correctly, there was a big conversation uh, about how, you know, the shit is, is what it is, especially regarding the party that supposedly came through here and uh, wrecked the Vitalis' shit. Many of you are not necessarily super comfortable with the whole thing, but it is what it is, and the guys basically came to the conclusion that uh, wasn't really something as important that you guys needed to focus on as other things. And if they do good, cool. If they do bad shit, odds are you'll run into them anyway, so you can deal with it then. But I believe that was all the business you had, uh, unless there was anything that you guys want to do before you head back to the ship. No? Yeah, no, don't everybody no. talk at once. <clears throat> <laughs> We're in Nymora on our way to Venice. We're in Nymora to yeah, in Venice or to go to your to go to your to go to your place. That was so, the plan, okay. I think. All right, so we're still in Nymora, and we're going to my fridge. Wonderful. Thank you. I would probably... And I think from there... Don't continue. From there, what happened? Huh. Oh, I think from there, we were going to go to uh, Belrondis, right? That's the main That's the, that's the main city? No, Balazar. Right, Belrondis Bal- is the main city? Balazar. Balazar, Balazar. Belrondis Balazar, is in Granzia. And then we were going to go... Granzia, yes. Uh, Balazar, because I know we wanted to see the rabbit lady and I need to give my shitty armor back. Um, oh, you know, you gave back your shitty armor. Go to one of the temples. <laughs> no, you I gave it back to her. She wasn't there. You gave, gave it back to it the was shop. Hers. You gave it back to the shop. If I remember correctly. To the shop. Yeah. I think you did. Oh, we did. Oh shit. I don't remember. Oh, okay. I'll just, I thought she wasn't there anymore. I thought she closed up shop. Her apprentice is still there. Yeah. Her apprentice was there. They let, they let you know that, um, that she had gone. If I oh, remember okay. correctly, I don't uh, remember that, but that was like probably a... yeah, it was a while ago. And if we anything, can hand wave it. That's fine. Yeah, we can <laughs> hand wave it, so I'm yeah. not too worried about it. Because I'm pretty sure the first thing you did was get your new armor and then immediately give back the old armor. So you're like, yeah. I don't want this shit. You take it. All right. I'm not paying for it. <laughs> it's just... yeah, I'm yeah, paying a, for it. I don't that want sounds it. about right. Uh, we got the we got the info for Droz is. We got that info, and I think we needed to go to a, a temple, but we were going to do Salix's spot and then Balazar. I believe there was a mention of Hoshino's hometown, if, if, uh, depending on, I don't know where in the uh, links that, you know, okay. order of events. Where is definitely, definitely not something yeah. that needs we have ways to, be, like, to go immediately. It's, there's probably nobody it? there that I know <laughs> anymore. Where is it, though? Um, it is, I believe it's just outside here. Let me burn. pull everybody over to Sloan. It, we were, we were discussing it was like right here. Yeah. Right next to the, right next to that lake area. Yep. I'm, I'm good to go on the ship if everyone else is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good to, I'm good to move. Likewise. 
As we approach the ship, Salix just kind of stands there looking before boarding. Yeah. And just there, frozen for a little bit. Everything all right, Salix? I just haven't been back home in literal centuries, so I don't know what to expect. I don't even know if we should go. I know we need to, but there's just a lot on my mind and I have emotions. Emotions are are good, but at least you're not doing this alone this time. That's true. And you're not being hunted. That part. I think that's the thing I think it's it's a trauma response of like going back i'm very cautious but i have to remind myself that it's over and i have the party with me and it's gonna be great right well i'm glad it's taught me anything it's that trauma is real but it doesn't have to make us i'm glad is wise that she is. I give a smirk and I head onto a ship. All right. Uh, Cordell comes to you guys and says, uh, so where are we heading? Kind of need to know so we can go there. I give uh, him the information uh, to uh, in Venice and specifically my hermitage because I ain't gonna find it otherwise <laughs> at least she, the closest way we can get to it so yeah. I give the directions she she looks at it, it says okay uh, are we doing in Venice first or are we going to your hermitage first because from what it sounds like your hermitage is much closer to like the mountains as opposed to in Venice obviously Wait, if you do were... we need to stock up on anything party what do y'all want to do no I'm straight should be alright. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's rip the bandaid off. Go to my house first. Yeah, did we need it? We didn't need anything from in Venice, right? Like quest wise. Quest wise, I don't think so. Uh-uh. Also, I just want to like stop by as like the liberators of in Venice and <laughs> pick up some fame and goodies you know what i mean that part you know we'll, we'll, we're going there against... swag back some royalties <laughs> stop by real quick and it's like all right we're on our way for us. <laughs> oh my god it's only it's been like two weeks that's two weeks of liberation it's been it's been almost a month actually since in venice hey that's, that's a whole payout that's great <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. let's go to my hermitage and get it over with. Face my demons. Okay. She gives everybody a look. All right, everyone, we're heading out towards the shadow range. Sounds good. I'll give. Uh, I'll give the wheel hand her information, and we'll get going. It should take us. And she. Stands there for a second, gives it. Uh, should take us 
maybe two or three days to get over there, which is pretty good. It'd usually be about a week and a half or so on foot. So uh, feel free to do whatever you guys do, I guess, on the ship, and uh, we'll let you know when we get close. Oh, just so we have, just so we can just streamline the whole process, I don't have to find you guys. When we get there, do you want us to like find a clearing that's close to it, drop you guys down so you can get out, and then just sort of hover in that clearing, or do you want us to stay down? Like, what? What's the? Drop us off and keep moving. Keep yourself safe. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely see hover around the area, but uh, but yeah, don't don't stay on the ground. Okay. Fine by me. Remember, guys. Uh. Can be specific, you know. We are uh, trying to be heroes here, right? I guess not. Maybe trying to be heroes, but uh, <laughs> doing the best we can. All right. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, she bid you guys all adieu and heads off towards the rest of the crew. Uh, what would you guys like to do for the day as the ship lifts off and uh, begins to head over? Uh, the vast forest from Nymora. You can see off in the distance, very similar to anyone who's ever done a cross-country drive uh, and hits uh, you know, hits that certain point where you can see the Rockies and it's just a wall of these towering mountains. Like, throughout the days, this is more just flavor than anything else. They they don't seem like they're getting that much bigger as you're moving towards them. That's how, but they still look huge regardless. Um, so as the ship lifts off and heads towards those mountains, with using the coordinates and directions that uh, Sal has given, what would you guys like to do on your on your journey? I will. Uh, we can expedite the process by you guys just telling me the things you want to do over the course of three days conversations you might want to have anything like that it can all be at this time montage Q montage just said at some point shanks uh, uh, definitely reading oh okay. go ahead no just definitely out. reading anything else oh you're delaying kind of hard yeah you got a serious delay mercury and retrograde uh, but um, at some point, Shanks uh, would probably uh, just real quick pull Machino on the side. I, I really just wanted to to thank you for um, the time you gave me in Argyle. That you, not only are you absent, absolutely an amazing spoken word artist, but on top of that, you, uh, we had fun. Oh, yes, of course. I feel it is necessary to have fun every once in a while, you know. Can't take the world all too seriously. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I just want to say thank you for that. Well, thank you for allowing me to participate. Uh, I feel better just uh, going back to my roots. You did a great job. Yeah. I think I think I'm learning a lot from you. Oh, thank you. I uh, am learning a lot from you all as well. How to be a person again. 
<laughs> I don't think we're the right group of people to teach anybody how to be a person, but um, we are. We are. Well, hey, we didn't kill anybody. That is a step in the right direction, I think. Maybe we're learning from you then. Yeah. A bit of both. Bit of both. <laughs> is um a fan for you guys? Is there anything that you feel would help you, or something I could attempt? I mean, for the most part, I'm I'm getting pretty good with my standard array of tools to kind of uh kind of assist any everybody but you know for the most part um I'm just trying to see how to expand the way I'm thinking by actually asking <laughs> instead of just uh doing my own personal assessment and facilitating it but my alchemy skills are always up for uh interpretations for you guys to participate in I've actually been interested in uh, the alchemical ways of I would I would enjoy just being able to sort of uh, sit in and learn what I can from you. Yeah, feel free. I tried to teach Argyle, but he, he doesn't have the patience for it. It yeah, <laughs> I can I can sort of understand that. <laughs> yeah, he's he's you know he's good with the, the, the book and the so I, I, t- I told him he should write scrolls for us if he uh, if he remembers to. I did. Well, she know has that <laughs> scroll to save him if he falls off the oh, side yes, of the building. This, the, uh, the yes, <laughs> he pats the the. Yes. It is very is very close to my heart. <laughs> Zex is like, didn't you buy that? I didn't know you made that. Mind your fucking business, Zex. I'm just talking to you. <laughs> Fine. Fine. I was just. <laughs> Well, whether you purchased it or or you you wrote it up, I I thank you again for it. Peace of mind. Could have kept it, you know. God. <laughs> I turn to the group. Does anybody want any scrolls over the next three days? <laughs> I'll go sit in a corner and write them out. Make a list. <laughs> Fireball. <laughs> I wouldn't mind one of those feather falls. No, no, fuck it. No, don't worry. Hey, rip Hoshino's in half. You guys will fall half the speed. <laughs> I believe I believe that would cancel out the <laughs> magical properties, but he knows that. He knows that. <laughs> so. Oh no. <laughs> Hold hands while you fall, you'll be alright. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Oh this guy. Whose man is this? Whose man? <laughs> <clears throat> No, but if uh, we do have a couple days with nothing to do, if anybody needs any uh, any scrolls that they want for themselves, uh, let me know. <laughs> I don't know whether to take him seriously or not. Right no, now. I'm, 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 I'm being legit. <laughs> dead ass. Dead ass. <laughs> like, but like, put the order in now because like the window of giving a shit is very close, <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> 
<laughs> my generosity extends about 30 words and that's it. Yeah, you got about <laughs> two minutes Zach, before I go find something to do. <laughs> Zach says, what spells do you know? Um, I will uh, bring that up. He'll set up, he'll set up the menu later. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to order if I don't know what's on the menu. This is true. This is true. I will um, have to see if I can recall some. Uh, really depends. Alex, how are you? Especially with all this happening. Uh, I am at the port side of the ship. I forget directions. I am looking sure. over edge. Yep, we'll, we'll go edge. with just the edge. Mm-hmm. Port is left because it has what? the same amount of letters as, as the word left. And I mm-hmm. learned that from somebody in the Navy. And that's all I know. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love. I'm like, I know I'm like, it's not. I'm like, it's a side. Great. Uh, looking over, kind of like just zoned out. Um, I'm possibly shifting appearance back and forth. Y'all might see that because I'm freaking out and it happens when I'm stressed. So, oh. yeah. I might be going through all of my phases of how I look. But trying to be calm on the outside, like playing it cool. I might not even notice. Actually, I don't even notice it's happening, but it's happening. Uh, Hoshino will walk up and sort of... uh... My friend, I couldn't help but notice the thousand-yard stare. Yeah, I'm just a little, I guess, nervous about going back home. Or what I made my home. Why why is that? Perhaps talking about it will uh, alleviate some of the... The uh, the uh, the repetition, the, the spirals that go on in the head. Last time I was there, I left abruptly because the daughter of the boy told me to join this party. But I was also in hiding from the web of fates. I know they're gone logically, but my body and my brain are still reacting to going back to that place. How um how long ago was that when you left? I, less than a year, I believe. Still pretty recent. Uh, Surely you still have people who care for you there. Do not think um, leaving abruptly would step on too many toes. I was in hiding. Oh yeah, you don't know. I was in hiding for over 200 years. I don't have anyone. I see. So you are in hiding there or elsewhere? We're going to my hermitage where I was hiding. I see. But surely you know someone there for... Or was there nobody else there? I cut ties because it would get everyone in danger since I was being hunted by the web, so... Just been me. Does I am 
not gonna say similar, but it it is kind of similar. Yeah, it's relatable. The, uh, the you get where just, I'm coming from. You're going back to the place. I'm sure people that I know are still alive because you know, else we live long. But do they really know me? Do I even know them now? Do you want them to know you? That is a good question. I'm not sure yet. Because anyone who gets to know you, my friend, uh, well, there's many great things to know. I appreciate that, Hoshino. I've done some wild stuff. I mean, if we go back into in Venice, because, you know, I'm off off the beaten path, you know, hiding and whatever. But we'll see what happens when we go back into the city or even to my mom's place, if you guys want to check that out. Of course. Sounds great. But you do have people here who know you. And I can, I find that in times of strife, they can, just the knowledge alone can be sort of comforting. Yeah, it's nice to be going back with a group of people because... I was doing it all alone, having a behind my back for myself, and I have other people to watch my back, which is really cool. Again, I know that the web is gone, but something There's still, still... That primal. Yep. That instinct. Yeah. Like maybe, just maybe. I just hope it's still intact because I'm sure you guys enjoy it. I made it. It's interesting. It's a it's a nice little hidey hole. And I've stashed away some things that might be beneficial to the party. So, oh, yes. Did you know? <clears throat> I, it wasn't for the party. It's just trying to figure out the web and get as many resources to figure out what was going on. Keeping tabs, information, cool herbs and berries and spices, some research things. I got a little bit of everything there. Had to keep myself busy, you know? Yes. Uh, being busy is quite... It is quite a godsend. <laughs> yeah, you were frozen. You was much to keep you busy, so I could only imagine. <laughs> well, uh, at least I wasn't conscious. Yes, I do not think so. Maybe I was at first for a little while, but it is it is very hard to remember. Oh, cool. Good old comatose. You like that. Because mm. to be awake for that long, yeah. Nah, I do, I do not think I would have made it if I was. Yeah, you'd be insane by now. Well, no, I'm more I, insane I'm... than I already am. <laughs> I was almost insane. You can ask the party my first interactions with them. It was, it was perturbed. It was interesting. Well, being alone for so long, uh, what do you say, 200 years? Yeah, my social skills were not up to point. People Much throw around that. people throw around years like it's nothing. They don't truly understand how just, how long, just yeah. 10 years really is. Exactly. But you met me as a better elf with I much more manners and social skills and vocabulary. 
I do not, I do not think that makes one better. I'd have been just as delighted to meet you as you were before. You would have been intrigued, yes. <laughs> oh yes, I, quite intrigued. I am now, I will say. <laughs> we do have to figure out what's going on with you, so maybe we, I might have something in all of my research and my stashes of rare herbs and whatnot that might be able to help you. Uh, help me with what, exactly? Not tasting food, my guy. Oh, I... <laughs> I think that is just a product of my uh, reverse petrification. Do not think that is, uh, it wasn't a curse as the kind lady at the Heartwood uh, was able to determine. Restoration spells did not quite work on me. I, I think this is just an unfortunate side effect of me still being alive. Gotcha. But what if we make it like extra, extra flavorful? It would like so intensely powerful that it cuts through that somehow. We could figure something out. We could figure it. We could try. We can try. There's no harm in trying. Because I got some good recipes and you'd be missing out, man. I know. I, they smell wonderful. One day we'll figure something out. I think so. Thank you for checking in. Anytime, my friend, anytime. And with that talk, Alex goes back to their gender neutral form. Very nice. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tone, do you want to check your audio? See if we solve the delay? Test, test. Okay. You're good. You're good. <clears throat> I put a list of uh, spells in uh, chat. Yeah. Yeah, and I almost broke composure of what else you put in the chat, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we, you, we, when you're role-playing, you don't read the chat. Don't, you read, don't read the chat. chat. You don't read the chat. <laughs> you, wait, you wait until after and curse at everybody for like, what the fuck, man? I was fighting for my life up here and making dick jokes. <laughs> Uh, cool. Looking cool. down at us, man. It's like, nah, this, is, this isn't working. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> is there anything else that anybody would like to do uh, while you're on your journey to uh, the Hermitage of Salix? I'll right, make another announcement for uh, spells uh, so I can bide my time for the next three days and make them. Uh, uh, Greece, please. Greece. Right. <laughs> uh, Any, uh. Oh, I think. I'll pick a Thunder Wave. <clears throat> Could Salix get a catapult? Absolutely. I got ideas. <laughs> All right. Well, now, now one of us just needs to get a, a, a enlarge reduced potion, be reduced, and then just <laughs> catapult. <laughs> catapult. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> 
Galahad, anything for you? For the spells? Yeah. Uh, I was called out for not producing spells, so uh, we're, we're uh, doing mass. <laughs> Place your uh, order right now. We got three oh, days on the ship. Oh, you're yeah, setting you're some scrolls. You're setting spell your scrolls. Spell. You're I believe. Your... I, I'm gonna throw this out there. I believe you had enough ink uh, to do like uh, three level ones, and I know you used like one of them to do uh, Featherfall into your book. Okay. I, I, so that I would say you'd have two that you are able to do. I do also know that uh, Shanks has the ability to make arcane uh, ink to be used for spells with his alchemist kit. Is that a common one? I think it is common. It's uh, yeah. They have ink as a common, and then say, like it. I think it goes up if I want to make something more, more robust. Like uh, yeah, for higher level get up spells. to like a level five. Yeah. or something like that then it becomes uncommon yeah, so i'll so place an order so of that with you uh while i'm preparing the first two uh cool. an extra batch of ink what, what's the what's the highest level on the ones that you have um just add them more of i think you only have like level one and level two spells level one and two yeah okay <clears throat> yeah so the so common that, one should still should still be able to yeah. be good for you We'll say common. A couple one. I could do, yeah, I could do a couple at third level. Um, yeah, how, how many do you think? Thunderwave. One bottle per spell. I'll think. Um, I'm I'm thinking, go uh, about three. We'll do three level three levels of spells. So you could do like one okay. third level, one, a two oh. and a one, three ones, that type of deal. Gotcha. Per bottle. Because the mass order will just do ones. Okay. Sweet. So. Continue with the spells. I just wanted to point out the the ink is an important thing. <clears throat> Anyone else wants to grab a spell? They can, I guess. Uh, if not, then is there anything else that anyone would like to discuss or do before we move forward a few days? No? All right. Sounds good to me. So, you guys come to uh, a clearing pretty close up to the northerly uh, peaks uh, of the Shadow Range, somewhere up around here. And uh, this is a very familiar glade to you, uh, Salix. This was a spot that you went to uh, multiple times a week. Sort of like a zen spot for you. Um, they drop it down into uh, the center of the meadow and you are all able to disembark and see them rise back up and sort of start heading out in a, a, a curve. So more than likely just circling around the area. Um, you know that roughly about like maybe a quarter mile from where you are is your hermitage and as I said very very familiar to you uh, You it has been maybe three months since you've been here at most 
and not a lot has changed. It is starting to go into the winter season. There is still a lot of green, as this is like sort of the deciduous sort of area. Uh, so a lot of evergreen trees here. Uh, but you notice all all of the, the path is very easy for you to find. You almost sort of unconsciously fall back into the rhythm that you were in for over two centuries. Uh, does the rest of the group follow? All right. So as you walk further and further down the path, maybe about five minutes later, you come to uh, what looks like a large uh, fallen tree. Uh, not necessarily the size of the trees in Naimora. Those are massive, massive trees. This one is still pretty big. Some big enough, more than likely, to live in as Salix makes their way to... like. Oh, it takes a second for those of you with like high perception, um, but the closer she the closer they walk to the doorway, you do start to see the outline just just barely within the moss and the sort of ridges of the uh, fallen tree and the stump. They reach out, open, and press the, uh, push the door in, and. Uh, Do you walk inside, Salix? A uh, question for the group. Did y'all follow me exactly or did y'all like wander off a little bit? Like, were you like walking tightly close to me or were you kind of scattered about? If you were mm -hmm. allowing us to walk behind you, I would have walked behind you. Yeah. It's yeah, your yeah. show. Yeah. We're, I think uh, Shanks would be we're the all only visitors one probably, here. So, yeah. Yeah. Shanks would probably be the only one walking the perimeter out behind everybody so one moment seeing, seeing what i can see good to know hold on as you ask this question glad is like oh yeah you were hiding so traps right mm -hmm. yep yep um would i be able to detect those traps with my high perception? With most of us with high perception or investigation? I would say these ones are fairly well hidden. They've had a couple hundred years to sort of mold. Right. They, they are druids as well, so they have mm -hmm. the ability to mold the earth in such a way or you know, mold the different elements around them. I would say if you looked for them, you would probably find them but not necessarily thinking about it or just walking in here. Just at first glance, you probably wouldn't notice anything. But now that they've mentioned it and you begin to look around, things start to... Anyone with, a, I would say, a perception of 18 or higher uh, would be able to see the different... You know, just small, tiny things that are incongruent with, like, sort of the flow of... Uh, the nat it's the natural surroundings. So first off, I was just, at first no, but as soon as they mention it, you just start like, oh fuck, yep, there, there, here. <laughs> right, making sure that nobody got got by the booby traps. Yeah. 
Um, uh, I would say anyone with an 18 uh, or higher would be able to see these traps now that you've mentioned them. So Cool, cool. Right. So yes, be mindful, especially at night. Those of you with no dark vision looking at you. <laughs> uh, we go in and, and I let Galahad know, no worries. It's bigger on the inside. So as you all step in, uh, you're greeted by the calming scent of wildflowers and the sound of a nearby stream. It's not large, but seems to have been crafted with great care and attention to detail. As you look around, you can see the walls are adorned with carvings of forest animals and plants, and the floors are covered in a soft green moss and ferns. The main hall, if you could call it one, is cozy with a, a small hearth and comfortable chairs arranged around it. You can see tools and implements are neatly arranged on a nearby table. Doorway leads uh, to the left into what looks like another room. And in the corner, you can see a small, almost obviously, very obviously actually, handwritten uh, library. Uh, more than likely of the things that they spoke of earlier. Uh, herbs, natural knowledge, that type of deal. Uh, but that is what you see as you enter into this uh, as as Salik said, rather fairly large for what it looked like on the outside. What would you guys like to do? Salix, where do you go? I let them know this is it. Uh, make yourselves comfortable. There are no traps in here. Or are there? Um... <laughs> Was that in game? Yes. Perfect. Uh, I go. Y'all see me disappear into like a room, and you hear like kerfuffle and things being bought about, moved about. Um, it's one of the secret library stashes. I bring out all the scrolls and tomes that I collected from my night scavenging and stealing to figure out things about the web and whatnot. Here, I pop it on that table here. I thought this might be helpful. Do we have a list Talking of things? Hmm? Do we have a list of things uh, that you laid out on the table? Um, Herbal knowledge. Some, where are the scrolls that I like? I can get that to y'all. Or y'all can tell me what it is y'all want, and it can probably magically appear. This is out of game. <laughs> I'm cool I with that. I was going to also ask, um, Salix, what is your mood as we've been closer right now that we're in your family home? Like, what's your vibe been? Uh, currently numb and on autopilot. So I'm just doing what I would normally do, but now with people around to witness it. Right. But we're going to switch roles, and I'm going to ask you if you would like us to prepare you some tea. Tea. I, oh, man. Reading my mind. I love it. Do y'all know 
how do I identify herbs? Are they gonna kill me? Nope, but I can boil water. We have like, yeah, we can boil water, and and I'm sure one of us has some like leaves of some sort (laughs) in our pockets or something. Glad it's just like, no, oh, you guys are fucking. I deserve better, Argyle. I mean, my mom. My mom is the thought. <laughs> also, to be fair, Tommy, my mom would have sent her with tea, right? Probably, but if. Oh, if... word! I did ask for tea. Yeah, yeah you did. You did. You have. Oh, you have, so we're you boiling have the water with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Shanks and Argyle together are boiling water. <laughs> we got this. And I think we could do this. Glad, yeah. Glad is I'm the one this. who goes over and starts looking at all the different herbs with her natural knowledge as well. That's smart. I'm smart enough to label at least um, edible and not edible. Mm-hmm. So oh, Glad seems to know her, her way around okay. the, the, all the things. I say thank you for the tea. Um, yeah, go and try and find all the stashes that I had. And I oh, guess yeah. just unearth everything because I left in a hurry. So we're gonna see what I what I remember to find, and yeah. Uh, Salix, could you roll me a D one hundred, please? Oh, D one hundred. Oh Lord, not for sensitives. Let's see. I'm grabbing the journey. <laughs> Thirty-four. Oh, that's a good number for me. Or is it? We will find out soon. We will find out. It is my birthday. Thirty-four. <laughs> so I'm just like, hopefully it's helpful. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Oh lord. Watch that be like the the freaking. Uh, it was the it was a random encounter table. It was the Tarask, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise mean, there are no mimics in my house. That's a good idea. Don't you wish that shit upon us? That's a good idea. What do you mean? Good idea. That ain't a good idea. Sounds like a fun time. We can't take a Tarrasque yet. Uh, Law can confirm we once fought a Tarrasque with a Tarrasque. I was going to say that we, uh, we're, not, we're not doing it again. Immediately we went from like, oh, this is awesome to oh my god, this is going to be awful. Yep. A Tarrasque with a Tarrasque. You gotta tell yep. that story. At actually, the end actually, it's technically a, a Mecha Tarrasque versus a Tarrasque. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh god! Yeah, it was Mecha Godzilla versus Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, I see. It, it was great. Um. All right. So, uh, continue. Uh, what, what, uh, what type of things are you pulling out here, Salix, and and what's the the goal of the whole deal? Just to share everything, I hope, like it can have um, the scrolls and the tomes that I've stolen from like the libraries or anything. I've like bartered and finagled every so often when I went into the city at night to, you know, grab stuff mm-hmm. um, from the web or like people in town gathering information or just, you know, um, eavesdropping, writing down what I've heard about the city. Um, where plant knowledge, where to find things. So if there's anything that Shanks might need for alchemist things that we don't have, I'm either have it stored somewhere or know where to find it. All right. Very nice. 
and uh, so there is a, a rather extensive bestiary of uh, abominations and uh, cryptid-like creatures that have roamed this area. Oh. Drawings, that sort of deal. Because word, I'll be out here with the the beasties <laughs> and whatnot. Goodness. I must start perusing. Tommy, those. Let me just stop listening to old gods of Appalachia, please, and thank you. <laughs> never. never. <laughs> I already knew it. It never, never happened. Nope. The All right. Pride from his cold death. Pretty much. As the sun set later on that night. Mm -hmm. uh, I might also have. um what are the scrolls and like magical little magical trinkets that are thieved from here and there or cool parts to make magical trinkets and whatnot and oils and whatever. Okay. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. So you'll be able to... to have... Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna ask. You don't happen to have a bottle of Nothic tears, do you? Shall I roll for it, Tommy? Um, I was actually going to say, uh, say yes. Uh, just roll cool. me a straight, roll me a straight D20. Got you. We gonna roll the D20. Where is she? Okay. Sixteen. You asked the question. You see a puzzled look on Salix's face for a moment. And then Salix, it hits you. That little vial that's sitting on the rack with all of the other uh, herbs and whatnot, those are nothing tears. Let's fucking go. I say you're in luck, my friend. Cherish it. These were not easy to get. Indeed, yeah, they were see. not. Yeah, you, you see him light up like a kid on Christmas. And he asks you very politely, where can I set up shop? <laughs> I point him to a back room behind the back room where I usually do all of my my experiments and concoctions of my herbalism kits. Mm -hmm. You should have everything you need in there. And let me know if you need help. Absolutely. Mind if I uh, sit in? Feel free. Argo, Maybe I evens can. Or uh, odds. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, no, no you get evens or odds, Argo. Um, evens. Okay, cool. Thank you. Continue. It's like maybe I can uh, have a little bit of a, you know, focus in a little bit and sit on this session as well. Always welcome. Just don't cut up anybody's cloak. No guarantees. <laughs> I feel that there is a story in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll tell you all about it. Come on. The Shakes begins to, to set up shop, and in combination with the fairy stool, uh, I should be able to start my. I don't know if it's going to be a full 30 days. It was a very rare recipe of a potion of true sight. Ooh, a potion of true sight. I know, right? 
always comes in handy. <laughs> All right. Right. Oh, right before he starts to make this potion, he goes, Argot, aren't you sitting on that glass something? So, so you had something that you you got glass? you got from the Inventus lady that uh the lady that went crunch what's her name again um good good wing sage wing something wing there's a wing involved something what's like that wait what the hell did I get no you got you got some kind of some kind of glass thing for the eye. I don't know if you attuned to it yet because you have so many attuning things. So, but Joe, you got some a... cool shit you ain't tell us. I'm trying to remember now. Hold on. <laughs> you, you have. Uh, it starts to click for you. You have a gem of seeing. Oh, okay, 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 right, right, right. So I turn to see in the dark. Yeah. Like I have a couple of things that um, I can attune to. I just got to figure out what I want to do for what scenarios. Yeah, like right now we're we're just chilling, watching you brew stuff. So I shouldn't be able to. I shouldn't have to see in the dark or anything like that. You know, because you're you're no, just lighting no, no, up no. this room with everything you're doing. No, I was just I was just I was just wondering what it might do because I don't I don't know if you. You looked at it. Out of the game, it does more than just like dark vision bullshit. Yeah, it does. In game, like I've 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 had it in another campaign, and that shit is fucking great. Yeah. In game, you want me to focus on the potions, or do you want me to play with my own <laughs> toys? Which uh, get mixed signals no, no, here, no, Shanks. No. I just I just brought it up. I didn't. I, I wanted to make sure you remembered that you had it, and that you know. I just start shaking my bag, and you can hear all the different things that I have in there clinking together. It's like I'll I'll sort this out. No worries, no worries. All right, I'll, I'll start I'll start brewing. So he takes the mixes and takes the stuff out, and you see him. He's he gets very laser focused, like he hyper focuses to the point where you know everything kind of disappears around him and. You see him switching between the different flasks and vials and making sure things come to a point, watching catalysts interact with things, seeing those wonderful puffs of uh, smoke and different flashes and sparks inside of the bottles. He begins the process. Galahad and Zex, what are you guys doing as this is happening? I'm just looking around. This is all outside of my realm of what I know. <laughs> um, I would have let Duo just like be outside and kind of be eyes out, but he can also like play, get food, do what he wants to do. Um, I would kind of just be lurking in the back, just kind of watching South and uh, trying to be that like. Just like, if they need me, I'm here, but I'll let them do their thing. Like how they were when, uh, well, technically it was anti-Solics, but how they were when I got back to like my parents for the first time, you know? Okay. 
Sounds good. Uh, Shanks, evens or odds? Get out of here. Odds. All right, continue, guys. Uh, actually, uh, if you're making that, so roll me a uh, Shanks, uh, a mm -hmm. intelligence plus uh, your proficiency bonus for your uh, alchemy supplies. I don't know why I blanked on that word. No worries. That's a uh, 19. 15 19. plus 4. Alright. You're doing... Uh, it's going pretty well for this first sort of bit. Uh, nothing crazy uh, happens. It's, it's it sort of goes goes by, you know what you should what you would expect at the very beginning of something like this. But uh, despite its sort of complex nature, it's actually you're starting to feel like you're starting to get into a groove with making stuff because you've been. This seems to be a little bit more second nature with a lot of the basic preparations and that sort of deal. So sort of sitting pretty good here. Um, Galahad, can you uh, tell me evens or odds? Mm. Uh, evens. Right. As you are uh, working on this set, this uh, particular recipe for uh, what would you would you say the uh, Potion of True Sight. Yes. Sweetness. Just want to make sure I had that right. Uh, the Potion of True Sight. And as uh, Salix, you're going through your home looking for your different uh, data caches, uh, sex helping as well as uh, Glad and Galahad just sort of walking around, sort of almost an odd, like just the sheer m amount of stuff and things in here. <laughs> Outside, you hear a large explosion that sort of rocks the ground. What would you guys like to do? Galahad bolts out. Immediately. Immediately. Going to investigate. And like, would he be able to like let me know like what he saw beforehand? Um, I would say if, if you reach out to him, do says he didn't see what made the explosion, but the uh, he's like I was I was chilling in a tree. I was I was looking at like the you know watching the entrance, making sure nobody was coming up. I heard it and I I flew up, and the uh, the ship's on fire. The fuck. But they're enough. flying away. Is it all fire in the there sky? There was just passively the rotating kind of uh, in the area. Are they yeah. in the sky? Or we don't they, are, they are in the sky. Duo confirms that they're in the sky, but that's probably where the explosion came from. There's smoke uh, billowing. It's still flying. Do you still I'm have a uh, teleportation? I'm going to offer if uh, we just teleportate or teleport ourselves up there. Do you guys still have that there? Or did you take it off? I, I think you we, guys took it off. We took it off. Oh, yeah, after you oh, got no. back onto okay. it. Uh, are we outside? Uh, uh, I would say at this point, yes, you guys will have made it outside with sex sort of is the, shouting the information that you got from 
is the fire does it feel like a super intense fire or it seems like they have it in their control what what does it seem like uh from your viewpoint you really can't see it from because of the trees and whatnot you're in I'm the forest tell Dill to go and oh, hi. Like, get word from from them like see what's going on Oh, yeah, can can Glad yeah, do message? Get... Sorry. Galahad says, fuck that. Ops his wings uh, out and yeah. just goes and follows Duo. Okay. How high up is it? Uh high, how high up? Uh dimension door, you're thinking? You'd have to be within five hundred feet of it as well. Yeah. Um so you have to get closer. I, it... Yeah, I would say I didn't, you, I didn't I would know say how I, if it was like over 500 feet up in the in the sky. Otherwise, it's pointless. Yeah, I would say that you would be able to dimension door up to it if you are close enough to it uh, in proximity. Mm. I um, I can take somebody with me uh, with dimension door. Tommy, would I be able to get a sense of whether it looks like it was hit from the outside? or whether the fire is happening from the inside. You would have to get to a vantage point where you could see. You have, you are within the forest, um, so like you can't climbing really trees. see that far. Uh, climbing trees? All right, athletics check if you're, if you're climbing up a, a big-ass pine tree. I'm down. Anybody who does want to go uh, with Hoshino. If he didn't go yet, I can grab Shanks and put him on the tree. <laughs> 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 Leave him up there like a stranded cat. Just, <laughs> if, <laughs> if just take him to- for the whole flight. <laughs> that's that's nah. totally up to you guys. Yeah. Good. Plumbing. Yeah. Yeah? Plumbing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not? Okay. All right. All right. No, I uh, only say that because because I nat one on the uh, <laughs> athletics. <show. laughs> I'll I'll allow you to, to do that. That's fine by me. That, yeah, you see Shanks struggling, and just like Come as on, you're busting you. your ass, <laughs> he grabs you and it's just like, <laughs> who's, uh, who's coming up with me? Yeah, uh, I'll go up. Okay, and I start getting uh, running to get uh, within range. All right. Um, while everyone's like flying up and running around, I want to go. Uh, underneath like try to get underneath the ship but i'm kind of scanning the forest to kind of pick up and see if i see or or detect anything i'm gonna also pop a primeval awareness okay the ship is over by the clearing so it's a good quarter mile away so you would have to follow uh hoshino and uh argyle and yeah down the path to get there which you absolutely can do uh primeval awareness there is um Primary Warriors gives what, like, uh, aberrations? Uh, uh, Celestials, Fiend, Undead, Dragons, the whole. It gives, like, almost the entire kit and caboodle. Okay. So, uh, what you get is uh, there's definitely some uh, being in the forest and your favorite terrain definitely uh, gives you uh, within a six mile radius is it's definitely some aberrations. Uh, okay. Uh, you don't get a hit of... It's uh, aberrations, get... celestials, dragons, elementals, fairy fiends, or undead. You get uh, very... It, it, not like a full-blown hit of either of these two, uh, but you do get uh, like 
sort of a faint reading of uh, celestial and a faint reading of undead within a six mile radius of you. And yeah. Gotcha. Does it feel close enough that that would have had an effect? That what would have had an effect? The, the, the feature doesn't reveal the creature's location or number, but like, does it, would I know like if they're close enough to have been the cause of this at all? If you don't know the where where the location is, probably not. But like I said, it doesn't feel like they're, it doesn't, it, it's not like it's a faint signal that they're just within range, so you're barely getting it. It's like, it, it's hmm. definitely within range, but. Gotcha. It does. It doesn't feel like full-blown celestial or full-blown <clears throat> undead, but there is a signature to it, which is sort of what the primeval awareness picks up on. Okay. So right. Somewhere within what a mile, I think, is primeval awareness. Uh, in favor terrain, it's six. six oh shit! Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then if I can, I'll do um, investigation, uh, or I'm guessing investigation. Yeah. Um, just to see if I pick up anything on the route that I'm following. Okay. You can roll me investigation. Um, Galahad, and I will say Shanks as well, as he gets lifted up and and dropped into the top edge of a tree with some, uh, some actual line of sight. Um, it looks, from here, it definitely looks like something exploded not on top of the deck but inside the ship um, um do i do i notice its location similar to where uh the gunpowder is or where that area was being stored uh it does not look like it's that area gotcha okay it's on the opposite side of where you know that it is from the ship's layout you guys have been on that ship long enough to be able to tell what side is which and where those things are. That's not a very big ship. So fortunately, so, so, okay. it doesn't seem like they blew up the gunpowder, but there probably is a danger that it might catch fire and explode. Uh, right. So uh, Shanks would shout down to Glad if she's outside. Mm-hmm. She is. To, yeah, it's like, Message the captain. Message the captain. So that's he just keeps screaming that until she hears him. Mm -hmm. She acknowledges. Uh, write down what you want for the message, and uh, I'll send it. She'll send it as we're doing other things, and then when we jump back to you, uh, to you we'll get the reply. Uh, Galhad, you can definitely for sure see, and I would say also Shanks while you're up in the tree, you see this as well. But you see the uh, the ship is there. It looks like it's pretty much over sort of probably have done a couple rotations and is over the clearing currently um there is smoke billowing out of it it is uh still floating and you can see figures sort of running across the top deck and off to the left of the ship in the air flapping rather large wings is a figure uh, sort of watching this occur. You get uh, from the sunlight, you get a blue glint. Uh, 
as you make your way forward, it's still going to be, it'll take a little bit of time for you to get over to where they are. Not very long, but you know what I mean. Uh, uh, as I'm flying, do I see this blue glint? Do I make, do I get a better view of it or? Oh yes. There's, the closer you get, uh, we're just sort of going in, in oh, okay, time. Cool. So this is you making your way. This is the first part that you've noticed it thus far. The closer you get, obviously, the more you'll be able to see. Okay. Uh, Dirty 20 for uh, my investigation. And uh, do I have to roll anything or do anything for Duo at all? Uh, if Duo is, roll, is rolling towards the ship, he's he's just going full speed ahead, okay. going going for Cordell. But he's following orders. He's, he fucking zipped right the fuck out of there. Um, Hoshino and Argyle, I would say, at this point, uh, you guys are probably within range. Mm-hmm. Uh, to make it, you can sort of see it a little bit through the edges of the trees. You're pretty close to the edge of the uh, uh, the edge of the clearing there. So, if you would like to, um, do we see the figure in the sky? Uh, from here, no, no. Okay. Are you ready? Get on the ship. Hold your breath. Like. Uh place my hand on his shoulder, and I cast a mention door. And I am planning on appearing in the front of the ship, not towards where the burning is. Just to make sure, just because there's probably not going to be anybody up towards the front, and that is what I'm banking on. <clears throat> Alright. So, uh, Zex, you would see uh, a sort of shimmering portal sort of open up very quickly in front of Hoshino and Argyle as they step into it they sort of closes behind them and they are gone. With your investigation you were just looking up from sort of checking things out um, what exactly were you investigating just so I'm, I'm giving you concise um, information. If, essentially I was looking to see if there was uh, any signs that uh, someone or something from the ground was attacking the ship and if there was like any signs of like <clears throat> uh, like movement like other than us like as we were leaving like I know that we came in a certain way so I'm looking to see if there was anyone else uh, any disturbance any signs of like magical whatever you know that kind of thing uh, magical no uh, but uh, you do notice uh, there are some disturbance within the brush off of the path looks like maybe just under small group maybe five to seven people and I would say it clicks right about then that this might be an ambush. Shanks, uh, as you relay the message to Glad, and Glad sends it, she receives the reply. Dumping the gunpowder can get some in in Venice. Trying to stop the fire. Send help. 
Banks would reply to Glad to tell them to land. Okay. She sends it off and a brief second later uh, she's like you want me to land a ship that's on fire into a forest of trees and wood? The clearing. She sends it out, gets another response. Okay. It's at that point, I'd say, Galahad, uh, you see this too. Uh, and this is right around the time that Hoshino and... Uh, Argyle get up onto the ship you also see the figure off in the sky you see a small bead of red floating towards you arcing towards you and an explosion rocks the ship again you see a fireball explode on the top deck as you get closer, Galahad, you haven't seen this version of them in a little while. But when you first met Salix, they were in a more masculine presenting form. Getting closer, you see that this is the masculine presenting form of Salix. The alcohol drinking one? Does not look this. They, you don't remember them having dragon scales and wings. <laughs> he drank to that one. Draconic, Drag- bloodline. Draconic bloodline sorcerer. Fun. Yeah. Um, when okay. I would have picked up that, like, that click of shit ambush, um, one, I want to check in with what Duo sees. And then as soon as he gets like a like clear image of what he can see, I want him to fly back to the house and like let people know. Whoever's whoever we left behind in the house to let them know. Okay. Uh, the clear the clear picture that you get, I'll get oh just one second, Galahad. The clear picture that you get is uh you see the fireball explode on the top deck. Um and uh, upon the flames sort of going uh, uh, and dissipating, there are seven, and I will actually set this up on the map. There are seven uh, elven assassins, or maybe not assassins, but they are seem to be henchmen of some kind. Uh, Hey boy. From the look of it, um, what what are you, each of your passive perceptions? Fourteen. Twenty-one, I believe. Nineteen. Yeah, twenty-one. All right. I would say, well, technically it would be duo, but we'll just I'll go with the twenty-one regardless for duo. Um, oh, sorry, uh, duo sixty. I'm sorry. 16? Still yeah. would hit for for the three of you, though. Uh, yeah, I would say probably it would be all, yeah, it would be all three of you. Um, they are wearing various shades of green. 
um, very reminiscent to uh, the attire that Shanks was wearing when you first met him. You can see green in their dreadlocks. And I would say that uh, Argyle, you would recognize the one closest to you having the same tattoo on their left uh, shoulder of the wolf mask. So I turn to Hoshino and I let him know it's like these are the same elves that Shanks used to serve with with his guild. And we are apparently on bad terms with them. Were they us? Seems that way. All right. I would say, Galahad, uh, you're getting close enough as well. You're sort of like bisecting uh, you know, equilateral sort of triangle type deal of you're like that perfect spot where you can see this draconic looking Salix flying and also the ship and you can also see I would say the at the very least you would see the elven uh, uh, henchmen uh, veterans up on the uh, ship uh, what direction would you like to go um, I'm gathering that this version of Salix has aggressive and violent intent trying to take us out that would be an accurate assumption. Okay. Um, uh, Argyle, did you roll po uh, portents? I did not, actually. Um, you can do that now if you like. Yeah, these are very obviously hostile. Um, Oshino they, would not hesitate. Yeah, they very much attack. are hostile. Five and a 17. Okay. Um, you want that seventeen? No, it has not. Oh, okay. not, not for not, not for not for me. Um, I am. I'm, I'm gonna. If you hopefully you guys can take on these assassins because I'm going for the magic user. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, I'm gonna take a direct line to the Salix doppelganger and. Um, you let me know when I can roll to hit. All right. I would say uh, within this, you're probably just about within range to get there uh, with your flight. So, uh, yeah. Roll to hit. Okay. Let me go to my character sheet. Um, would we? Would I be able to get a surprise round in, or do you want to wait to roll initiative? I will say that th this... I'll say I'll allow Argyle and uh, Hoshino as well to get one one action off, uh, just an action, uh, okay. before All we right. roll initiative here. Um, At least I... for the three of you, I'm sorry. Okay. Like, I can do a full attack action? I'm going to say one swing before we start initiative. Okay. Okay, cool. So just one straight-up swing. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna just swing to 
hit, and we'll see what happens. They have their. Do they have armor, or they look like a sorcerer, like uh, just like regular shit? Yeah, they look like a sorcerer. Uh, but the closer you get, you do see that it is splotches and 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 whatnot of uh, blue scales. Does a twenty-two hit? Does a twenty-two hit? Roll me evens or odds. No, mainly because I don't want it to be cheap with uh, shield. Sh- with shield, I want to oh. see if you're going to be quick enough to get oh. it, get it before they cast shield. For okay, for what it's worth, I would have used my channel divinity to get my plus ten. Um, okay. if they use shields, but I don't also don't want a meta game at this point. So yeah, uh, that's why I was like because I figured twenty two was good enough, but we'll see. Um, all right. Odds. You do manage to hit, yes, before that shield goes up. All right, so I'm going to hit them. I wouldn't be able to use one of my superiority dice, would I? Or would I, Would I? in full fairness, since I know this is one action and I'm not going to stack shit, would I be able to use my soup dice and not use my divine smite? The soup dice instead of the divine smite. Yeah, because you said it's a one, it's a one action, so I don't want to go like full ham, you know, hit smite soup dice. Like I, I get we're just trying to do our one action. So like my main objective was to trip attack this bitch and trip have attack. her fall yeah. down, and then have and have Argyle use the 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 low uh thing to so they fall the five on there. That's yeah, that yeah. was that was the game plan. Sure. Yeah, I'll allow you to do that for sure. Okay. Um, cool. So I'm gonna hit so regular damage. All right, 22 points of damage, and then I'm gonna use my superiority dice. Um, use one of my art of wars. That will be a trip attack. They need to do a strength saving throw of a DC 16. Um. And uh, if well, Argo, would you roll a five? A uh, five and a seventeen. Yeah. If uh, if if Argo would be able to use that five, that would be uh, amazing. Tell me that's your call. And Argo, if you'd like to. Is it within what? Is there a range within uh for using for uh, important for portents? Like, uh, do you I have to see it happen? Um, let me get the text on yeah. that. Oh, and it's a D8, so I'm going to roll my D8. It's a two, so that was 26 altogether. Cool. Uh, Portent, when you finish a long rest, blah, blah, blah. Um, you can replace any attack, saving throw, or ability check made by you or a creature that you can see with one of these, uh, with the foretelling. So it's just something that I can see. Okay, then I will allow you to do that. All right. So that's a so, five. It's a five. Nice. Yeah. saving throw they obviously do not pass um and they begin to fall cool uh once my turn is continues i will go after them to plunge the sword in 
I figured this visual of Val Galahad is essentially him coming up and just fucking batting fake Salix down. Yeah, I, that <laughs> trip attack was exactly, exactly on point. Oh, do me and Hoshin also get that action from being up there mm -hmm. first, or? Uh, yes. Okay. But uh, still I'm gonna roll the initiative. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. 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 I'm going to be uh, steel wind striking. I'm going to just pop the uh, potion of speed uh, that Shanks gave me. Okay. Potion of speed. And uh, do your, what is your steel wind? So the steel wind strike is... Uh, Flourish the weapon, the casting, and then vanish or strike it like the wind. Choose up to five creatures you can see within range. Make a melee spell attack against each target. On hit, a target takes 60, 10 force damage. <clears throat> so do it up. I can do all four of the ones in front. I and... can't wait till I'm high enough level to do that shit. All right, so the first one is... Um, 18 to hit, the first one. Uh, hits. Okay. I'll just like roll the hits in succession and then I'll just mm -hmm. roll. Okay. Uh, 14 to hit. Does not hit. Does not hit. Uh, that one's much higher than 18. Hits. Uh, 19. Hits. And then I'm going to, the one that I missed, I'm going to use my fifth one to hit him, try and hit him again. Okay. Uh, that is a 17. Hits. Okay. So the first one is going to be taking 33 uh, slashing damage. The one up front. Sweetness. 22 to the next one. I'll say right. the uh, this one. Oh, come on. Gotcha. This one over here. Mm-hmm. Um, 28 to the next one. Cool. And then the final one, 32 to the final one. All right. And I am going to appear behind the final one. Um, as I do, I, I, uh, upon like surveying the scene, Hoshino slowly slides his katana out from behind. Uh, he sort of spins it in front of him. And uh, as he starts to speak, blue flickers of lightning start to uh, emanate off him and hit the hit the blade. Uh, and I say, uh, sometimes I wonder if I will slowly vanish in this world. I cannot if I do, but only that I leave my mark on this world in a thousand strikes. And there's going to be just a bright blue flash between all four of them. And I'm going to appear behind the last one. Uh, with the final sort of slash. Fucking awesome. All right. Sick. Sick. Hush, is this S8? No, this is Wolfpack. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ah, got it. Now that makes more sense. Now I hate it more. <laughs> yeah, you don't usually see S8. That's <laughs> you, you just hear about what S8 did. Yep. You are correct. First on the docket. Shanks. 
you're up. All right. Did did I see? What's the what's the Galahad anti-Salic situation? I would say at this point you've just seen them hit, and Salix is the oh, the figure. You don't know necessarily that it's Salix uh, is falling. Just starting to fall. The, are they on the edge of my range? They're at the very so edge of your range. Yes, I would. Very say edgy. That. Uh, what 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 is your range? Six hundred feet. Six hundred. Yeah, it was five hundred. Uh, Hoshino got Argyle up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it was how... it, it was the uh, he was going up more than he was going forward, so he had to okay. be pretty close to get up to him. Um, yeah, either either I can make a shot or I'm gonna have to use my action to come down. One of the two. Because I want to see what this is. Evens or odds? Uh, shit. Let's go. Uh, let's go evens this time. Just at the edge of your range. Holy shit! All right, I'm gonna attempt the shot then. Uh, let's see. We are going to. Shanks is gonna pinhole focus on this because it's so uh, so at the edge and. I am going to use my mind's eye uh, to concentrate the shot. So there will be no enhancement on the shot just because it's on the range. I just want to be able to make sure that it hits. So would I be able to do that? I'm going to say, do you have have, uh, steady aim? Yes. Study gives you advantage, correct? If I remember correctly. Correct. I'd say by focusing, you could get advantage on. You have two shots if you use uh it, by, by the focus. Use your bonus action to get the two, two it's shots two. at advantage. Okay. First two right. shots. If you action surge, those wouldn't necessarily be at advantage. But right, right. those for I will give you the first two instead of the next one after steady aim. Okay. All right. Is that by canceling off the mind's eye, or that's just using steady aim to that's and mind's you, eye to do it? Yes, yeah, steady aim and mind's eye. That do, works. To do both. That works. All right. I am going to zero in, and I'm going to try to do a ten. And I know this is even this is even weirder. Um, can I do tactical shots at this distance? What what do you mean? What any shots that you can do? Any, sh- any okay. Shots, you if you're within range, I'd say you could still do it. Can I sort of arbitrate the back of the character that I can see the back fall? Is it falling face first or is it falling back first? I'd say it's more like spiraling down. Like oh, okay. they just got smacked by Kana's fury, so it wasn't just right. Like, so they just they didn't just out fall of... directly. They just like they went and there was the trip attack, and it's just sort of like falling ass over tea kettle essentially. So you right, do so... you do see the figures back. You can see where the wings are. So okay. I would say you'd be able to zero in on that first shot. All right. So as yeah, as the as the flipping happens, you kind of see the 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 meme with the math going all kind of different ways. He's doing differential equations in his head, um, trying to get the trajectory down. And I'm going to attempt to do a spinal tap. Okay. All right. So roll the hit now. Right. 
So you're doing spinal tap for both or? Yeah, spinal tap for both. Okay, does that add uh, onto the AC for the? Um, it adds onto the AC. Uh, let me just, hold on a second, let me get it. Spinal tap. Adds two, two to the AC. Roll away. Roll the hit. All right. Uh, there we go. Yeah. That is going to be a 22. Uh, a 22 it, hit. It bounces off of the arcane shield that they managed to put up just after Galahad had hit them. And 24. That also bounces off. You rolled those with advantage, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was with Elvin accuracy. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Unfortunately, the shots were true. They would have hit without that arcane shield. But yeah. unfortunately, the shield that they were like literally just put up after they got hit by uh, got bounced. Galahad. Yeah. So, All right. You still have yeah. your movement as well. Yeah, I'll start. Uh, I'll start making my way down to where all of this is happening to get a closer vantage point. All right, I'll say, uh, roll me an acrobatics check. Uh, I can do. That's a uh, twenty, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. All right, couple. Uh hops and flips you manage to get your way down to the ground using the rest of your movement and uh you're at the the base of the tree now upset it mm -hmm. oh you know evens or odds odds oh you know you don't see this but mm -hmm. Argyle on the opposite side you do because as the smoke was clearing from the fireball and Hoshino just went like almost immediately it slowed down a little bit when you got haste on because you know it uh, it slows everything down um, from the smoke behind Hoshino you see a armor clad Azamar with a pole arm that you recognize as the executioner. Lola, he's gone. And the, oh, execu the executioner is going to take uh, two swings <laughs> with her. Boy, am I glad I didn't miss today's session. With her halberd. Yeah. Yeah. I can't see you. You can't see me. I can't see you. You can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> and with the flanking that I have currently, though, that's going to be an advantage. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. First one's going to be a 27 to hit. No, that just barely scratches. Just barely. 
And the second one is also going to be a 27 to hit. Holy what? Uh, that's gonna be. That's gonna be abandoned ship, man. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Take it like a man. Oh, you can Ugh. roll terribly. It's okay. Sometimes I've been rolling terribly for a little while now. Here, I could take it like a man. Okay, I can take a couple hits, probably. <laughs> and because of what she just saw, Do you have any kind of reaction to lessen that blow or? No, no, I do not. <laughs> oh, she may dip. She may be like, I need to go fight the big guy. <laughs> She's their heavy. She's one of their heavies. Right, right. I'm gonna drop. Get in a quick maim and be like, all right, I'll be back. Yeah. This isn't worth the time. <laughs> it just so happy. Almost kills me. Almost me. kills me in one hand. It was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> ain't worth my. Ain't, ain't, ain't even worth looking at you no more. <laughs> Keeps working. <laughs> Okay, there we go. Uh, dun, dun, dun. About to end this man's whole career. Might. Um, this is oh. the uh, executioner? Yes. Yeah. She's going to drop uh, two level two divine smites as well. Okay. So that is another 88. Mm hmm. So uh, it was nice being a part of this campaign, guys. It was Little fantastic. Was, and I'm know, glad I got a couple little powwows. Just because you died once doesn't mean you can't get revived a second and third time. We'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah, it's, man, I'm sorry. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> You've been through worse. He'll, he'll be all right. Take uh, fifty-five points of <laughs> radiant gloves damage. Gloves are off, man. This. Uh huh. Yeah. Oshino <laughs> down. No. There's a, no, there's no, a no, scratch. No, no. I'm just gonna, you're he's good, gonna talk right? his way out of this one. He's gonna talk his way yeah. out. Of this one. And uh, the... <laughs> he's also going, also going to take uh, polearm master. Uh, Bonus attack as well. Uh -huh. For a 22 to hit. <laughs> yes. And that that's Beating down uh, a spellcaster. Ain't nothing better, right, Tommy? Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> silvery good. barbs. I'm silvery barbing them, uh, that one. I'm silvery barbing that one. Okay. Yeah. I got to take the lower of the two. Oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, let's see. Magical trajectory. Okay, has to re-roll the d20 and use the lower roll. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, that's gonna be a 15 to hit. Okay, that doesn't hit. Uh, and then I'm going to give uh Argyle advantage on his next attack roll, ability check or saving throw. Okay, donkey. <gasps> <gasps> That is their turn. Hoshino, you're up. <laughs> Barely. Barely. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So, so side comment. Uh, all, does, all uh, that. That's the turn. Is is this the official art that we have of the executioner? 
That's sort of yeah, what I'm going is, for right now. It's yeah. the updated. Yeah, all of these will be like updated and, and that kind of stuff later on. I, I will say if now. Galahad had seen that, he would be like, I'm aroused, but I can't be. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Because the armor is so shiny. That's what I'm it. sure Galahad probably saw in his, in his peripheral vision the flashes of a familiar divine smite. So... I bet I'd be willing to bet Galahad's like, ooh, there's another paladin here. Mm hmm. Okay, nice. All right, Hoshino. Uh, uh, man. I am. I'm going to. Uh... Oof. No, I don't think that works. Oh, no. Yeah. <sighs> um. I am going. Can I use my own spell slots to cast out of something that requires char that uses charges? Like with my staff of charming, can I use my own spell slot to upcast a spell from it? Uh, I would say I I'm going to say or no. spend more charges to upcast. I'll say if you want to spend a. Uh an extra charge per level that you want to upcast, I'll allow you to do that. Okay. Um, I, then, perfect. Uh, I'm going to use my Staff of Charming. Uh, mm -hmm. And the four... The four that I hit... Yep. I'm, I'm going to upcast this to... Let's see. It is... Second level higher, you can target one additional creature for each slot level above first. So I need to be... I need to upcast it to fourth level to capture them all. And I'm going to cast Charm Person. They need to make a wisdom save. They do so with advantage, however, because we are fighting them. Uh, the DC is 19. They would have had it anyway as their elves. Oh, that that's right. Fuck. Um, I just need to see... Oh, I didn't think about that. <gasps> okay. All right, they're rolling that one. Don't worry about it. What's your health looking like? Forty-four. There we go. So, which ones are you? You're going after the four that are right in the front four, of you. The four, yeah, because they have to be within five feet of each other. Okay. Like of of the one that like if I target one, it's got to be within five feet of him, within five feet of him, within five feet of him. Nothing happens. As in, it it doesn't take effect at all. You don't even see them struggle with it. Interesting. I want you to, just as a free action, roll me an Arcana check. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to use Knowledge of Past Life on that as well. Sure. Uh, that is a 14. 14. You have traveled with paladins in the past. You just got Divine Smite mm -hmm. twice. And um, the stronger paladins tend to have auras that protect so, them against certain yet. things. Yeah. Uh, huh. You can, don't know what oath this particular paladin is, but uh, you're pretty sure that the aura... Uh, is what helped them 
the people around you not be affected. Um, in that case, I'm going to use my bonus action to um, use my uh, tail from behind, beyond on myself. Okay. And give myself, um, I believe it is, it was the tail of the beloved friends. The target and one other creature of its choice it can see within five feet of it gains temporary HP equal to run roll of your bardic inspiration die plus your charisma. So I'm just going to give myself a little bit of a boost. Mm-hmm. Nice. Ten. No, plus charisma. Yeah, so 15. Very nice. Actually rolled max on that. Sweetness. Thank God. Any little bit helps. Would you um, like to do anything else? I cannot. I am fresh. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, no, I can't. That is it. That is yeah, what she wrote. All right. It is now Salix's turn. Or Dragon Salix, I should say. They are able to right themselves. And flying back towards Galahad, pull out a wand and point... And I need you, Galahad, to make a dexterity saving throw. Ah, bitch. Alright, what's the DC? <laughs> Probably something I'm not going to be able to roll anyway. Uh, the DC is a 19. If I can see you, there's a 16 in your pocket if you need it. I'll let you know. I don't think he has. Uh, a, I don't think he has any uh, modifiers for dexterity. I have a plus four because of my aura. But, oh yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. If you don't mind, need it. <laughs> yes. Go go ahead. Just uh, it's yours. Okay, that's a dirty twenty. All right. Sounds good. You're going to take half on that, so uh, 19 points of lightning damage. Okay. And they're going to use two sorcery points to quicken spell. Oh, here we go again. I'm going to rename uh, Horton to Galahad's extra rolls moving forward. <laughs> right? Accuracy. Gotta protect him. <laughs> uh, going to uh, cast a Cone of Cold. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Is that cold damage? It is cold damage. I know you have resistance to that. She doesn't know that. Nope, they don't know that. <laughs> All right. Uh, is that so, a DC after all? Uh, yeah, yep. Uh, Constitution DC 19. All right. On the money. 19 straight up. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. So... You take eight points of cold damage, and they are bullshit as they continue to fly up towards you. 
All right. Uh, eight points halved, or you did the half already? The half is already. It would have been 32 total, but you got half on that, and then you okay. saved, so half on Sweet. that. Sweet. Thank you. Okay. Cool. We're here. So she's not falling anymore? No. They are definitely flying up towards you. Uh, that's going to be their turn. Argel, you're up. All right. Um, I'm going to move in. Get uh, advantage from Hoshino. What am I going to do? Does a 16 hit? 16 just hits. Oh, it does. Okay, great. Um, you have advantage, so you can use sneak attack. Great. So that's going to be... It has been forever... How many dice am I rolling for this? This is five. Okay. 16, 20, 23. That's 23 just on the sneak attack. Um, and then okay. I'm going with the Guardian's Rape here. So that's going to be 31. 31. Yeah, on the first attack. And then with the uh, the post the speed potion, I get another attack. Yep. Uh, this one is with or without advantage. Uh, this one is not with advantage. It would be okay. your next, and no, your next uh, Yeah, and no sneak attack on this one either, right? Nope. Okay. 13 plus 7. Uh, dirty 20 to hit? Hits. Nice. That's 8 on the money. 8, and that's just 10 extra damage. Uh, so that was what? 31? 41 total? How do you want to do this? Um, I'm going to use my left hand to just um, cover the distance, grab him by the throat, and then pull the Guardian's Rapier and just stab him right through the heart. All right. Goes down. And with my remaining movement, going to just move in a little further. Right in front of the one that's in between me and Hoshino. All right. And that's my turn. Sweetness. Skip mystery player B for now. We'll be in this round. Uh, Glad is up. Where is Glad at this time? Uh, Glad is still back uh, near the house. Okay. Um, how far is it to get close? Um, because probably just going to be spending our action to run and dash. Yeah. To get close. I'd say a couple rounds, maybe? Okay. So this round and the next round, you'd be able to get to the clearing. Sounds good. Um, is... Uh, okay, so on the way there, um, it, would there be a point where the uh, floating um, two people who are fighting off in the air, would they be 120 feet away within that range? Like before I get there, before she, before Glad gets there, I would say they that, would be in range. I don't know if she would be able to see them if it requires uh, visual confirmation gotcha, for the spell. Gotcha. She is running through the forest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, then yeah, that's that's just what she what she's gonna do. Start running. All right. Well, wolf pack up on the ship. Is going to do what the wolf pack does best. Pack tactics. So we're going to see 
We are going to be doing multi-attacks on both Argyle and Potionel. They're all rolling a disadvantage against me because of Cloak. Well, they're rolling at... Uh, uh, they're rolling regular because regular. Okay. Uh, they are they have are flanking you on literally every side. Okay. But outside of that, if it was one on one, absolutely yeah. they'd be rolling at disadvantage. All right. One hit. A there's a twenty three and an eleven, so the eleven misses. For yeah, twenty three hits. Yep. Second set of swings going to be another 11 that misses uh, but a 22 for the second two hits and a 22 and a 23 on the third guy right, that's three hits then three hits do I see any of those or are those all like not visible what to hit you yeah you, yeah they're, they're right on you well I mean because like, I'm getting flanked because like with uncanny dodge I have to be able to see it so Oh, did, were those were at disadvantage too? No, no, they had advantage naturally, so then they were just getting shot. Oh, they, they had the advantage right. because of flanking. But. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pack tactics. Yep. Um, okay, uh, I would say you'd be able to uncanny dodge one of them. One. Okay. I believe you can only you only have one reaction anyway, but I'd let you yeah. just uncanny dodge. All right, and that's gonna be. If you uncanny dodge one of them, that's going to be uh, 24 points of piercing damage. Okay. And two on Hoshino. One completely misses. One with a uh, 25. Mm -hmm. And then from behind the two in the back have their longbows out and they take a volley of shots the lowest is a dirty 20 on the first mm -hmm. three I right, so there's three on that <clears throat> yeah my AC is 20 exact and two on the other one mm -hmm. so that's uh, that's going to be 47 points of piercing damage. I am down. All right. Um, if we get to death saves, we are going to hold off on rolling those until someone comes to pick you up, and then we will roll the death saves one right oh. after the other. Roger um, that. Oh, yeah, cause, yeah, I remember that's in the alternate rolls. Yep. Homebrewers, I mean. All right, so that is Wolfpack. Salix, you're up. I, yeah, I'm in the house, uh, clearly freaking out because I don't know what the heck is going on. Yeah, I already know I was traumatized about coming back here. Duo flies in and explains the whole thing. I'm like, like oh rapid shit. Rapid fire, like word vomit explaining. Right, me and him already had conversations. I get his crazy. We are the same. Mm -hmm. Uh... I snap into action and I follow Glad out. All right. 
So I use all my actors and movements to get there as fast as I can. All right. Because I, I can't void step there. It's too far, right? Um, well, I mean, technically, if you wanted to, you could void walk as your bonus action and then you use your movement and your action to dash. You would have nothing left, but you would get right to the edge of the clearing. Let's do that. All right. So you see... Uh, you just make a portal right in front of you, pops up 60 feet ahead of you, you're sprinting, and you just run past right where Glad was getting to. You pass by Zex, who uh, is coincidentally up next. You see Salix running by you. Do you say anything as they're heading down the path? Uh, if, they're, if they're running as if like they know what's happening um i'll just try to get i'll be like i'm right behind you that's it all right you're um, about 60 feet out uh from the edge of the clearing okay so i can use my full movement and uh to back to speed to get there okay um am i what do i see once i get there like what do i see in the clearing do i see like uh galahad and this guy falling. I would say as you get there, uh, same with Salix, as you get there as well, you see the whole scene that we've that you, we've just been talking about mm -hmm. unfolding in front of you. Um, I would say that both of you are perceptive enough to see the uh, the draconic esque uh, figure that is flying towards Galahad. Um, and the fighting up on the ship, or at least the sounds of uh, battle happening up on the ship. Okay. Um, I would imagine Duo is behind me. Um, uh, Duo is I actually with, uh, is with Salix. Oh, Salix. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Um, so... Uh, I will relate to duo to uh, Eyes in the Sky and like give me as much information. Uh, he's just basically gonna be like the the, the man in the in the box, just calling out stuff for us um, mm -hmm. to either um, the people on the boat or the people on the ground. Uh, I am prepping a uh, an arrow for I'll, I'll basically prep both my um, my attacks. Uh, at the closest thing I can see when it gets in range, because I don't think I'm in range of uh, being able to shoot uh, that guy. Um, let's see, I can tell you right now. Uh, 80 to 320 feet. Yeah, I'd say you're within range. Uh, would it be disadvantage or would it be just regular? Yeah, it would just be regular. Okay, I will fire off uh, two shots um yeah i'll fire up two shots okie dokie first one's not gonna hit with a 11 fucking visual dice a 19 does not hit um That's it for me. Um, 
actually, can I throw my blink dagger 30 feet to just get me closer? Not how that works, unfortunately. Okay. Blink dagger needs to be thrown into something. It needs to land, otherwise it doesn't do anything. Oh, right, right. Okay. Um, then that's my turn right now. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else I could do. All right. Galahad, you're up. Okay. All right. Hammer this bitch into the ground. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we are definitely going to do that. Um, all right. First thing Galahad's going to do is. <clears throat> Is uh, have a he's in a the spiritual weapon has to has to move by my accord or or anything like that, right? It doesn't like you you make it move to a specific spot based off the base, and that's a bonus. That's always a bonus action when it moves. Always a bonus action. <laughs> okay. Um. All right, that's fine. I need I need the advantage anyway. So. All right, so you can see while we're flying in the air at this point, <clears throat> uh, you'll see Galahad. He's uh, I'm going to cast uh, spiritual weapon. Mm -hmm. So I have my spiritual weapon out, and that will be behind. That'll be behind. That'll be placed behind the uh, the Salix. All right, and and then I'm going to um, attack them with two uh, hits. All right, swing away. And um, the the uh, the hell spiritual weapon can attack on its first round, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Fantastic. So you can cast it and roll the attack. All right. I have rolled a sixteen and an eighteen. Uh, so that's gonna be plus eight. So one is a twenty-six. The other one is a twenty-four. Uh, the Shield. 24 is this is the last one the shield, the shield hits uh takes the 24 but you do connect with the 28 okay and i'm gonna roll the d8 on the okay uh 17 25 that hits that breaks the shields okay so spiritual weapon will hit and so will the thing so spiritual weapon is a d8 plus four all right, so that's five from the spiritual weapon. And then we're going to do 3d6, d8, and we'll do a level one smite, which will be 2d8s Bring those up. Uh, nine, 10, uh, 18, and then with that plus five, uh, 23. Okay. Give me a paint me a word picture here. How you how you smack lay the smack. <clears throat> um. All right. So you see you see Galahad uh cast the uh, cast the spiritual weapon. You see a projection of Kana's fury come out of Kana, come out of the sword and appear behind uh, and apparate behind the fake Salix. 
Um, Galahad takes his first swing, but bounces off the shield and then comes in on the side and is able to cut through the shield. And you see a flash of radiance as he connects with the with the divine smite. As that happens, the spiritual weapon will come in from behind and get the fake socks in the back. Very nice. All right. Top of the round. Shanks. All right. Um, can I dash to the clearing? Sure. Are you bonus action dash? or Bonus action dash? Would that get me there? Um, what do you got? 30 feet for movement? Mm-hmm. If you double dashed, you'd be within 30 feet by the end of it. So you're, you guys are roughly about 120 feet away. At least for the combat, it would be. Okay. So yeah, then, then I would uh, double dash. Do I get any uh, picture coming through? Is there any point that I can see uh, anti-Salix? Um, I would say you see glimpses of this figure closer. It is still slightly obscured through the trees, but you do catch some of the different spots here and there as you're as you're running. Uh, you definitely do see like blue scales. You, I would say you do see the uh, Kana's Fury, uh, the uh, uh, summoned Kana's Fury, yeah. the spiritual weapon, striking them as uh, as you're running. And, and do I notice? Even though I'm, I'm going pretty fast, but do I notice or get a sense of anybody on the ground or any? Uh, I don't know if the the bow of warning helps with that, but like any sense of anybody around us is the action all up in the air or could we potentially uh, be getting ambushed in this clearing thus far uh for your with your uh, uh with your bow of warning you don't see it glowing currently um but just the way that these events have gone down there's just that fucking itch in the back of your head that's like this this doesn't all add up there's probably something probably something fishy happening here yeah it is now the executioner's turn they are going to move up next to Hoshino's unconscious body and is going to take two swings with her halberd at uh, Argyle. Whiffs on the first one. Natural 20 on the second one. And is going to Is that what the disadvantage or they negate it? They negate it. Okay. I can uncanny dodge, right? For this. Oh, yeah, you can definitely uncanny dodge for this. Okay. I would have silvery barbs if I was up. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no, no. You're. I didn't take into account that there was people at the bottom of the ship either. We got a we got a whole lot we're dealing with right now. It's just me and you. I th- I I I I'll be honest. I was like hyper zoomed in, and I didn't see the two at the back either. To be <laughs> fair, they haven't 
done anything just yet, so it, it's well, they right. shot me. Oh, they, they okay, they, that, that, yeah, yeah that's, that, that's the arrows. Gotcha, mm -hmm. gotcha, gotcha. Well, we had an arrow of our own up here, you know. Only right. Oh, now you want him. <laughs> I never give him a hard time. <laughs> that's Galahad all day. That's that. <laughs> 67 total. Uh, but with Uncanny Dodge would be uh, 33 points of uh, slashing and radiant damage. I forgot I had temporary HP. Okay, so I would say... I, will, I am still up at 7. I've got 7 from the arrows last time. I'm sorry, I forgot. Okay. If if you want to have it right? where that guy on the side attacks me, that's fine by me, and I can still be down. But I can I I for, I only put it on D and D beyond. I didn't put it in roll twenty. No, it's all well, good. She's real quick, still, you said thirty three, right? Yeah, thirty three total. Uh, she's still gonna go bypass you, uh, okay, and go towards Argyle. Not looking uh, too good. Twenty one out of seventy eight at the moment. That's going to be her turn. Uh, Hoshino, you're up. And still still going with 7 HP. Hmm. Sir, if you need to throw yourself off the ship and Get survive, the fuck out of it. do what you got to do. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm going to step right here. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming I'm going to be um, uh, you will opportunity be, attacked. There will be one. there will be one, but yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to silvery barbs that okay. if it hits me. Just ahead of time. 13 does not hit. Okay. Uh, I am going to reach between the bad guys. Okay. I'm going to cast Dimension Door and take me and Argyle back to the ground. Guess we're losing our ship. I Exactly. Not us. Could always hire another ship, unfortunately. Oh, just just saying. Hiring another ship is better than using backup characters. That's all we're saying. These people are like, we're going to be heroes. <laughs> You will not die in vain. <laughs> Only thing I can think of that will save us. I'm with it. I'm, I'm with it. All right. Wolf pecking shit. <laughs> Fuck these guys. To hell and back. Fuck. <laughs> As we appear on the ground, uh, Hoshino is just going to like tumble forward, gasping as <laughs> bleeding profusely from a couple arrows sticking out of him. His back is gashed open. Yeah. Not a pretty sight. And I'll, I will heal you up uh, when it's my turn. Or he's not. Uh, Galadriel, Galad's coming in here pretty soon as well. Mm. Um, I am going to uh, see. How far up is uh, the fight? And in the sky, how far away? I'd say about three, three fifty up. 
at this yeah. point. Okay. From okay. the from the ground. Okay. Um. I'm gonna spend a bonus action to re-roll to roll again on my tails table. See if I get anything good. Okay. I got a I got a one. So that is. Uh, that is tail of the clever animal. I'm not gonna use it though. I just I'm just storing it. Mm-hmm. Totally uh, legit. That's it. That that's all she wrote. I was hoping for tail of the angel, man. <laughs> Need the healing. <laughs> Shit, we're out of harm's way. We're yeah, <laughs> got their blessings. Are you though? Well, I mean, we're in probably less Tag, harm. motherfucker. You get in there now. Tag. Tag it. You guys would have got up there and be like, oh, shit, they're both dead. <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> like, oh, shit, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Wolfpack. And it's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Tommy, shot, the... but also like. <laughs> no, man, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. Tommy, are the ballistas on the ship still active at all? I mean, they very well could be. No one's at them currently. Um, you don't see anybody at them. You guys know that they were. I mean, you you were on the ship for three days. I would say you would know that they had. Yeah, they I, I know they would, but I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have known like because I'm on the ground. Um, no, but I mean, like us being with them, like we know they they keep their shit, you know, uh, right. together. And I'm just trying to give you guys options. Ballistas hurt hard and help take down right Just saying. All right. It is Evil Salix's turn. It's going to cast a spell up at Galahad. I want you to. I need you to roll me a Wisdom saving throw. Uh, what's the DC? Nineteen. Eighteen. <laughs> Fuck. You feel your body seizing as they cast Hold Person on you. You are now paralyzed. And falling. Indeed. All right. But at the end of your turn, you do get to re-roll the save. And I believe... Oh, cool. You still take damage. It doesn't wear the effect off. Of what? Hmm? Oh, of the co of the cold thing? No, 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 no. Um, whole person doesn't drop if you take damage. Oh, okay. okay you okay. stay paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. They are going to use. Two sorcery points. Quick and spell? Two. Huh? Quick and spell? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Best belief, son. Uh, 
and they're going to fly back away from you, give themselves a little distance, and huck a fireball at you. Now, paralyzed, I believe you automatically fail dexterity saving throw. Uh, you take uh, 35 fire damage as you are falling towards the ground. That is going to be their turn. Uh, Argyle, you are up. Uh, Hoshino. Yeah, just going to let me see what I have in my inventory. Or heals. No, to self restock on fucking potion to healing. Um, <laughs> you we just did. You might have not added it. Maybe, maybe. I didn't. Did you add? You should at least have like one greater healing potion. Maybe I'm just not seeing it. Healing. You probably didn't add it. Oh, potion of healing. Okay, no wait. We do. There you go. This was in my backpack. All right, I'm gonna use the potion of healing. Um, so you get two d four uh, plus two. Okay. Twelve. <clears throat> that that's the whole turn. Okay. You did careful poor. What's up? You did care careful poor. What do you mean? You use when an you action use your... to drink a potion, you get oh, yeah. full healing. Yeah. You don't have to roll. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. You do it yeah, as a bonus action, you roll, but you're using your entire action to drink and get every last drop careful yeah. potion drinking. You get full okay. heal. Oh, cool. Cool. So that's what... Yeah. And a, but a greater does... does no, it wasn't a greater. Four. It was... Uh, I don't... Oh, you just had the regular? Yeah, just the regular one. So that was the 2d4. So 2d4 gotcha. two plus 2, oh, so it would be 10 so total. 10. 10. Yeah. All right. It's at this point you see a cloaked figure from the opposite side of the clearing walk out a eight and a half foot tall broad shouldered armor clad goliath wielding a glaive as you look at him his body begins to twist and contort as bone spurs begin to pop out at different joints and he just you can hear like a, a low guttural growl as he puts his uh, glaive into the ground beside him about 10 feet away, you see a shadow version almost pop up. This episode is where the dark stuff really gets rolling. Uh, in this particular episode, a second alternate of Salix is introduced, as well as Galahad's alternate. Unfortunately, things only go downhill from here, but you'll have to uh, keep listening to find out 
how far. Please check out our social media accounts on most major platforms. Uh, just search for the Medusa's Cascade on the platform and give us a follow. We have some cool stuff coming and it's worth checking out. Also, if you're listening on a streaming platform, especially Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please take a few minutes to rate, review, and subscribe. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it does help get the podcast out there for others to discover. And we would all appreciate the love and support. So we'll see you next week for Field Reports number 16, Return on Investment, and in two weeks for Divergent Paths. Until then, safe travels.